Welcome back to the Keep Looking Up podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Craddock. I am dealing with half a voice right now because I am incredibly dehydrated and spent the entire weekend laughing and yelling. <laughs> I think I told you all last week that we had our um, 10 year anniversary party for my dad. Uh, we did a roast and toast in Dallas. And it ended up being a huge turnout. I think there was like 250 people there. And it was industry people that have known my dad since the 80s. It was family friends. We had Dr. Tom, who is basically like my godfather. We had Bob Sambal, who owns Bob's Steak and Chop House, who was my dad's golfing buddy. He gave a hilarious roast. We had the morning show, obviously. Um, we had a few wild cards. We had Jarrett from Bowling for Soup, who I interviewed on this podcast at the very beginning of this podcast. And he killed it. He was absolutely hilarious. I want, I knew he would be hilarious at stand up and he would actually roast uh, my dad. And he did. And he was brilliant. And he also roasted every single person at the party as well. Um, and it was so great. I, a lot of my, I had, I think, six friends come in from Austin for it, which meant the world to me. And Saturday morning, we had basically made my house into a writer's room and they helped me write my roast. And it was pretty epic. We didn't film a lot of it because a lot of it did not need to be on camera. And I'm kind of glad, but just know it went really well. But that's why my voice is not giving today. Um, I, I got, y'all, I'm tired. I cannot. I cannot um, do it like I used to. Also, funny story. I did not want to tell this on social media because I knew people would like freak out. But um, I almost ruined the weekend the day before. So I was supposed to go to Dallas on Thursday. I ended up getting a freaking hole in my tire. And this always happens to me anytime I'm trying to get on the road. So um, I ended up having to leave on Friday. And I was supposed to stay after the party in Dallas for the rest of the week. And then I'm flying. I told y'all this last week. I'm flying to Cabo on Thursday for my bestie Jack from college's joined bachelor party, aka the moment I have been waiting for in my entire life. Um, so I decided I was very overwhelmed with my car stuff and not knowing when I was going to get on the road. So I kind of just made the, the decision that I was going to come back to Austin after Dallas, which also shows how much I love being here. I just wanted to come home and be able to repack and, you know, get my life together and all that. So the night before I'm packing and if I lecture y'all about habit stacking, it's for a reason it works. And this, this was, um, I learned that during this experience. So I'm getting all my things together. I need to go get my ADHD medicine, which I've been on since I was like 15 off and on. I'm on Vyvanse. And my new habit that I have started is I put my medicine on the opposite nightstand from the side of the bed that I sleep on so that I have to get up in the morning and take it. And then I'm out of bed for the day. So my lizard brain came through and I 
and it was 11 PM at night while I was packing to leave the next morning. And so I go to the side of the nightstand where the medicine is. I get the pills to go pack it and I put it in my bag. Then like, I kind of, I'm like sitting down, I'm on TikTok and I had this realization that I took the pill. I took my Vyvanse. And if you don't know, it's a stimulant. So I was like, oh no, I'm not going to sleep. And I have to, I had, you know, I had priorities. I had to get on the road at seven because I had a Botox appointment in Fort Worth at Fort Worth, plastic, Fort Worth Med Spa plastic surgery because I still don't get anything done here in Austin. I still am loyal to them and drive Fort Worth to get my Botox and facials. So I knew I needed to get on the road at seven to be at my Botox appointment. I was like, I'm not going to sleep all night. And then I have to get on the road at 7 a.m. Like, what am I going to do? I was panicking and I was like, this is going to ruin the weekend because I was already kind of sleep deprived because I had a lot of anxiety about this party. And I knew I wouldn't. Oh my God, y'all. I was just panicking. So I, and then I get on Google, which was the worst thing to do. Cause then I'm just reading Reddit forums of people being like, I was up for three days. I took it 11 PM. Then I couldn't sleep for three days. So I, I did what I had to do and I made myself puke it up and it worked. I slept like a baby. I was panicked. Absolutely panicked. I don't know what else I could have done. My friend Jack was like, you could have what I, he was like, thank God you threw it up. But if, if you hadn't, you should have just driven to Dallas. You would have already been awake. And then, but like, Oh God, thank God I didn't have to do that. Anyway, it was quite, it was quite the weekend. So, um, just wanted to give y'all the, the debrief on all of that. And my last story, uh, from the roast before I start with my topic for today, I told this on my Instagram story, but in case you missed it, it was one of the funnier moments of the party that I can actually share. Um, we got two cakes, one of them for the party. One of them had, it was a big diet Coke and it had a microphone on top. It was beautiful. And then the second one was the keep looking up cake and it had a big cloud on it. And then like on top, and then it was just like a round blue cake that said had clouds and it said, keep looking up. So I thought the cakes looked great. I didn't think anything of it. And Brenda, who's my business manager comes up to me at the end of the night and she was like, did you hear about the cake? And I said, no. And she said, well, when we emailed the bakery, we said, we want the Diet Coke and the microphone. And then we want a cake that says, keep looking up on it. And so when the cake arrived at the party, the cake literally said, keep looking up on it. <laughs> so Brenda and Lindsay worked for Kids Kids, used their <laughs> craftiness, and they just put two of the clouds that were on the like other side of the cake on top of the on it. So it just said, keep looking up. But honestly, I think it has flair. And I kind of want to change the name of the podcast to keep looking up on it podcast because I just think it works. So that's going to be our new inside joke from now on. Um, so I did a little DM question or a, a question box on Instagram the other day asking for what kind of content you wanted. And I said that I had gotten a lot of interest in doing an episode on friendships. And so I said, I'm already doing one on friendships. So let me know what else, what other topics you want. And this is how I know y'all are my followers. Nobody read the directions and everyone was giving me specifics on what 
they wanted friendship wise. So I was like, man, it's just me. I'm the leader of the ADHD mafia and I like it. Like not a single person gave me another topic besides <laughs> like specific things they wanted covered by friendship. So at least I have lots of content for friendship. Um, and then I kind of wanted to do a whole episode devoted to like things I've learned from TikTok this week because I learned so much. And so this is going to kind of be both, but I saw because of my, the friendship topic, the thing I want to talk about, I learned on TikTok. Um, I know I've talked about here before that I have been, you know, I'm, I'm been in Austin for a couple of years doesn't even feel like that. I've really been here a year full time and I was in my relationship for the first year. So I wasn't meeting a ton of new people. And now I'm starting to realize, you know, like I have, I'm realizing what I had in Dallas and, um, I had lots of different groups of friends that were all walks of life, all ages and sizes and shapes and colors. So, I've always kind of been that person. I was the girl in high school that would sit with a different group every day at lunch. I didn't have like my one group that I always ate lunch with. I just was kind of a floater and like to have lots of different conversations with different types of people. Um, And I didn't really realize that that's what I was missing because I moved to Austin for a myriad of reasons. But one of them was um, my best friend Bailey from high school ended up moving back here my best friend, Jack, who I talk all the time about whose bachelor party I'm going to, he moved, he and his partner moved here from San Francisco. And, um, I've always wanted to move here, but having those big connections. And then I have Bailey's friends from UT who are now some of my best friends, um, Marie and Sarah and we're in Blythe and, you know, I don't need to name drop all my friends, but I have lots of friends here. Um, but it's one, it's one group of friends and, they totally, they're my social life. They're my confidants. Like they're all those things. But I did realize like, Oh, I don't have any, like, I don't have a ton of music industry friends here yet. Or, um, like philanthropy people, you know, I just had a, a very wide circle in Dallas. And so I kind of was thinking that that's where I needed to expand my friendship circles. And then I saw this TikTok that was literally like made for me. Um, and I'll tell you about that right now. So it's called the six best friend theory. And you may be thinking, okay, wow, I don't even have one best friend. How am I supposed to get six best friends? But you could also view, view this as just like, you need six friends. Um, and I, the content creator that posted this, her name's Alexandra Hayes. She's kind of like an advice columnist. Her handle is hello Hayes. If you want to go look her up, I want to give her credit. Um, so she has the six best friend theory. So here they are. So you have your North star bestie who is like your ride or die. Um, they, you go to them for everything. They hold you accountable. They are just your North star. You are thinking about them all the time. You're in complete alignment. They're just your bestie, bestie, bestie. And then you have your OG bestie, which is your longest friend that you've had 
maybe it's not someone that you talk to all the time, but you can go to them, you know, they're there because they understand you and they know you since you were young. And Bailey is my one. I have actually, I have Bailey and I have the laughing wells who are like my God sisters who I've known since I was young. And it's so nice to have people like that in your life where there's just a level of understanding that you don't have with your friends that you meet as an adult, um, because they just have known you since the inception and they know your character and they know your upbringing and you just have to explain yourself so much less to these kinds of friends. And I love having these people in my life. Um, and Logan's one of them too. And then you have your dead body bestie. That's the one, this one too, you may not talk to you all the time, but if shit has gone down and you need someone to bail you out, this is where your dead body bestie comes in. They can, they're going to drop everything to be there for you. It doesn't matter when the last time you talked was, they're just going to drop everything and be there. And then you have your good time bestie. And I want to make an addendum to this one too. Um, and the good time bestie is, you know, it's your party friend. It's your kind of surface level friend. You get along with them really well. You know, you, you, it's your going out buddy. You know, everyone needs one of those, but I think, um, the addendum I would like to make because I have, oh my God, I almost just said I have a special friend and that makes me sound weird, but I do have, um, well, I'll talk about it in a second, but I have a friend who I do wellness things with. Like she is my, um, yoga buddy. She's my workout class buddy. We go on walks together with our dogs. Um, and that is the nature of our relationship. So I think it could be like party slash wellness bestie. Um, and then you have your work bestie and that's going to be one. And what the, the content creator said was that a lot of her North star besties started out as work besties. And that's just someone that completely understands what you're going through at work. And those are always good connections to have. Um, the next, the last one is your seasonal bestie and that's the bestie, that is going through the same thing as you. And she kind of said it could be, if it's a season of grief, it's like maybe someone you met in a, um, grief group, or if you're pregnant, it's someone that you met in your prenatal yoga class. Or if you have kids that are in school, it's your kid's best friend's mom. Um, it's just someone that is going through the same experiences as you, who knows how long this person will be in your life. Because if you're not in the same season, it may not, um, you may not be connected as much, but they're there for that season. And when I heard all of these theories, it took so much pressure off of my friendships because I have always, I have a very, very small family. I'm an only child. My mom's an only child. My dad, we were kind of like, we don't see his family a lot. Um, so friends were always very important to me and my family. And I always kind of felt like I had these expectations for friendships because I was trying to, you know, make my friends family. And a lot of them are, um, but I don't want my friends to ever feel pressured, um, because I don't have a family. So I think it's important to have these six people where you're not putting unrealistic expectations on someone to be all of these things for you all the time. And in that way, it kind of pinpoints 
who they are for you. And so you can just focus on all the good that they do in that area and be so thankful instead of wishing that they were, if they're your good time bestie and wishing that they were your North star bestie when they're not there, it puts a lot of unnecessary pressure on the friendship. And then you can just say, okay, this is my good time friend for right now. Maybe later this will go back to being my North star friend, but this is maybe a seasonal friend, or this is my good time friend for now. And I think what's cool too, is people are always changing. And by having these beautiful friendships in your life, it, when you have that abundant mindset, it's like, well, these people are my life. They're bringing all of this joy to me. And they're also fulfilling different needs for me. So that gives you so much leeway to let them be who they need to be and adjust accordingly. And I think that is huge for, to keep in mind as you're making these friendships in your adult life. Um, that was kind of what people wanted me to talk about was making friends in your adult life. Um, how to meet people, and your mindset. And I think that helps a ton. Um, and with these new people that I'm meeting, you kind of just have to view it as dating. But again, with the dating thing, it can kind of just take the pressure off if you're like, maybe this is my, um, good time buddy. And I, I'll have somebody to go to drinks with, and that's what that might look like. Or I think it's really cool that there's the possibility this could be a North Star friend, but you don't have to have all of these expectations in your head that this person needs to fill all this for you. And you can just enjoy them for exactly who they are. So I thought that was really um, an interesting point. And it really shifted my perspective because I think a lot of the time with me specifically, I don't know if you guys feel like this. I feel like I'm most disappointed in my life when something has not gone to my expectation or exceeded my expectations. And I can be very critical on myself and very critical of others and putting high expectations of people is just a recipe for failure. And I don't want to ever be in a position where I'm resenting someone because they can't fulfill a need that I have. Um, so this was very good for me to hear that we will have many, many people in our lives and many people will, they'll, their roles will change based on what you're going through. And so if you're in a season where you feel like you're not connecting with someone, um, that you kind of thought was your North star bestie kind of lets everyone off the hook to know that maybe this is just a seasonal thing. And, um, I've had friends in my life who were definitely there for a season and we kind of went our separate ways in a loving way. And then because it, you know, our seasons just weren't aligning and then we were able to go back to each other too, which is really beautiful. Just knowing and holding space for people to kind of go on their own journey. And when it's, if, if, and when it's time, you'll reconnect at some point if that's meant to be. So I really loved this. It just was a reminder of how many seasons we have in life and how many new people will continue to come into our life. And so if you're feeling like a lack mentality when it comes to making these friendships, I think that hopefully will help you. And, um, when it comes to meeting new people, 
this goes exactly with, I think, and I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm not really practicing what I'm preaching on the dating side, but, uh, meeting new dating prospects and meeting new friend prospects, I feel like kind of are similar vibes. Um, if you want to meet people who are in alignment with you, then go to things that you already go do and just look through it through a lens of like, maybe I should try to go talk to someone today. So, um, I think workout classes are great. That's where I've met some people. I've met, um, a couple of new people through a yoga class that I'm taking, um, you know, the farmer's market, meeting people there, concerts, and it can be so cringy again, but if you're, if you're at a concert with a niche band that you really love and it's the cringiest, but just go up and talk to someone and people I think are always willing if you're coming from a nice place. So just challenge yourself with just trying to go meet new people. Um, I've never tried Bumble BFF. I've heard mixed reviews on it, but if you're new to a city, I feel like that is a great thing to do. And then, um, again, just lean into your interests. Like if you have a, um, sports team that you love, see if there's a local bar that hosts their games on Sundays or Saturdays for college football, or, um, see if your sorority has an alumni chapter. I feel like those are really good ways to meet people. And just like with dating, tell people that you're looking for new friends. And again, it's so freaking cringe. And I hate being like, if you have any money, you know, that wants to date me, it's in my way, but it's a good, it's, it's a good way to have the friends that you already have. Keep that in mind that you might, um, that they might set you up with someone on a friend date. And again, I know, I know we don't want to do it and it seems weird, but that is truly how you meet people. Um, that's, my view on the friendship thing. I wanted to point out one other thing that I saw on TikTok this week that I thought would be really cool to do. And I missed it for August. Um, but I want to do it for next month and it's the six, four, two rule. And it is a great way to set and stick to goals while making it fun. If you have, cause I feel like it's so challenging. We have so much going on and if you have these like self-improvement things that you want to do or anything, you want to commit to going to a workout class, you want to be more social, you want to try a new hobby, you want to do a pottery class, you want to do an improv class, you want to meet more moms in your area, whatever it is, it can just be really, really hard to make goals for yourself on what steps you're actually going to do to make those things happen for you. And then we get overwhelmed and then we have all these things, you know, like learning a new language, anything like that. We have these things that just kind of go to the wayside because we have other things going on. And I saw this and I thought this was a really great way to keep all these goals in mind and keep it structured. And if you look at it from a month to month basis, then it becomes a lot more digestible. So at the beginning of every month, you decide on your six, four, two. So something you're going to do six times this month, four times this month, and two times this month. And then you incentivize with prizes, quote unquote, depending on your budget and your motive. Um, so 
she explained it like, I want to do six yoga classes this month. That's going to be my way of dedicating myself to doing yoga, which is one class a week. And then two weeks I do two classes. And then if I do that, I'm going to take myself, uh, to Lululemon and buy some new pants, or I'm going to take myself to lunch by myself, or I'm going to treat myself to a coffee. Um, and then you have something that you choose that you're going to do four times and then two times. And the, so I've been setting them, um, this month I'm trying to do, I don't know if I told you guys, but I booked a solo trip to London in October and I've taken, I haven't taken like a full blown solo trip. I've been on trips where then I have gone solo afterwards. I've never like flown somewhere, stayed somewhere, done the whole enchilada by myself, but I'm doing it in October in London and I'm super excited. And I do a lot alone anyway. I'm just kind of a loner anyway, but, um, I don't go out at night ever really alone. So I'm trying to, so my two for this month is I'm trying to do two solo dates at night by myself so that I can kind of prep myself for having dinner alone every night. But also it's like, it's just weirder to do it in the city that you live in. So I've just been like gaslighting myself and telling myself that I'm a tourist in my own city and I bring a Kindle. I've done one date. I went to, um, Joanne's, which is one of my favorite little places on South Congress. Um, and it was great. So I have one more that I need to do this month, but I feel like it's just a good way to have things that you are going to challenge yourself with. And then you get like a little treat at the end and you can do, um, like bigger items for the thing that you do six times and smaller for the things you do too. But I like this. And like I said, I'm not done yet because the month's not over, but let me know if you guys try this. I think this is a very cool tip to try. Okay. That is all I am going to cover this week. I hope everyone is having an incredible week. And if you have kids that are off to school, that everything went great. I cannot be on TikTok right now because I'm so enthralled with rush TikTok, but then also I can't handle all the parents crying, sending their kids off to school. That just literally makes me weep all day. So I've had to stay off social media. Um, but anyway, keep looking up on it y'all. Cause that's where it all is. Have a good one. Love you guys. I'm just gonna get stronger I'm just gonna get stronger Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and rate. Keep looking up anywhere you stream your podcasts. And to stay up to date on all my latest episodes, you can follow at KLU Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or on my website at carolinecraddick.com. And always remember, keep looking up because that's where it all is.